What's up? What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Lita Johnson. You know, um, high school basketball talk is one of my favorite things to do. You know, um, looking at what's going on now, it's a lot of things being said, so we're going to get down to it. RJ Hampton, Jalen Green. You know, I put a Twitter out there. Shout out to RJ Dad, man, the Hampton family. Um, great family, always emphasizes Jalen Green, the Green family, great family, you know. Um, but the big thing is right now, I think it's Memphis basketball and the effect they're having on recruiting. They got so many open slots. It's not like, you know, people say Kentucky, this and that and the fourth. Um, well, you know, a lot of programs feel different ways about Kentucky. It's not so sold because they're so crowded. You got so many people that's promised time. And, you know, if um, it's just too many five stars ahead. So you don't really. And you look at guys that have transferred, quiet being one. Uh, Reed, they got Reed Travis in there, but it's not like Reed Travis just gets the ball enough to really dominate the way he does, you know. And Kentucky's a great program. Look, they're winning right now, you know. So Kentucky's a team that's trying to come for that number one spot like everybody said they was going to have. But they're not the sole people that'll get the, the title one. It's a real confusing rotation. As far, but as far as the team, they're good. But as far as like players going to the NBA, you kind of block a lot. They, they kind of block a lot of blessings because some guys could have been better other places. I mean, you look at Gabriel. I mean, you look at Wilcott, Wally Cowley Stein. I mean, he was drafted good, though, to be in the lottery. But guys like Gabriel and the uh, Harrison boys, like you take away, they take away from a lot of people's game. You take away. That's crazy. But um, let's get down to the RJ Hampton, Jelly Green thing. Uh, Jalen R.J. Hampton, I mean, you're looking at Duke and you're looking at Trey Jones leaving this year and you're looking at uh, me talking to my sources and, and what they say. And, you know, people don't know if Ashton Hagens is even going to be there. He's going to leave or not. You know, he's not really a high pick in this, this upcoming draft. You come to a, a whole. Uh, what's the next move? Seriously, like, what's the next move in that? And we'll get in-depth to that. We want to get all the people that's basketball heads, high school basketball heads, up on this. So RJ Hampton, Jalen Green, this is it. This is the big thing. I mean, you know, I talk a lot about high school ball. I get into a lot of people. And who's good, who's not, you know. But this particularly is going to be about the reclassification of Isaiah Tide, RJ Hampton, and Jalen Green. Again, we go to that point. We go to where Matthew Hurt might could go. What do we hear? What could be done? Um, what's going to be done about recruitments? Is it going to be a James Wiseman? So before everything gets going, we're going to come back and we will um, talk more about. Um, it's crazy today. I mean, it's crazy. I got stuff like stuff coming in right now. Always got news coming in right off the off the bat coming towards me. So, like I said, before we um even get too in-depth, let's go ahead and go to break, y'all, and I'll come back and hit y'all up, and I'm, I'm going to make a look at a couple of things coming through. Got you. Follow the leader.
Hey, what's going on, y'all? We back, file leader, and we're going to get more into jumping to Matthew Hurt right now. It's a Kentucky, Kansas, and, you know, uh, people are all, I mean, Brandon Boston just got a Kentucky answer, but with Matthew Hurt, it's a Kentucky thing right now. Where does he go? Um, Duke is big, man. Uh, Kansas is a big one. I think right now, if you look, it's, it's Matthew Hurt's been so good and so close with it, but I just think Kentucky could pull that one off. I just really think, honestly, Kentucky pulls that one off. I'm not budging on it. Um, he visited Duke, you know, and then he last visit was Kansas. So Kansas still in it, but um, Kentucky and Kansas are probably two of the best. If you want to say who's going to go at it and who's going to fight out for him, it's Kentucky and Kansas. Um, Calipari's on the prowl, man. He's on the big prowl. But what makes you think that Kansas is going to snatch hurt is that, you know, Kentucky's going hard after Isaiah Tide. Now, Isaiah Tide, you look at where he's at, what type of player he is. Um, he's better than, if you want to say who's better between the better prospects, if you feel like you can get Isaiah Tide, I think you need to go in there and get him. <laughs> Isaiah Tide is a next-level star. Like, he's 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 going to be one of them guys you're going to see in the NBA dominating people. I mean, he got so much of a talent. So, when you look at guys like Tide, um, Kentucky is right in there, solely in there, and big. A lot of people are leaning toward that Kentucky way, and I think it, it could happen too. But I'm just stuck 50 50 in between them. I mean, right now, North Carolina's doing such a good job, and it ain't like Roy Williams is chopped liver. But right now, it really seems like, you know, the momentum is shifting crazy. I mean, just all you keep hearing, Kentucky. So I'm still 50 50. Let's just see where this thing goes. If he reclassifies, it, there is a big chance, you know what I mean, that, you know, it could be a Kentucky thing. Could definitely be a Kentucky thing. Um, looking at where he could visit, it's really something to take a, a close look at. I mean, Calipari came right in to give Isaiah Tide. He offered them. He, he visited him and he offered them. So to see if he goes and visits Kentucky is big right now. If he does that, then I'm my stuff is carried over, you know, right now. It's carried over. I mean, he visited North Carolina December the 5th. So we'll just see how that's going to be a fight. It's going to be a tug of war. We'll see how that goes. But if Isaiah Tide decides to reclassify, you know, um, he could join that Kentucky. Kentucky's trying to get good for 2019. I mean, what we're hearing now, to talk to you about R.J. Hampton, yes, talking to you know, his father, he's one of the smartest guys I know. Good to talk basketball with R.J. Dad, man. But, um, you know, Duke and Kansas is it right now. It's like the best fits for him. And, and from sources, from hearing from sources, the best fit for him. Now, R.J. is a, a point guard. He's looking, um, you know, we're talking about the 2020 draft. We want to talk. You want to talk more. We want to get more in depth about 
where RJ could go in the draft. And because that's right there, that's going to let you know why. And and the, the reason it's going to lead you to a lot of reasons why RJ is even or could reclassify, you know. Um, Anthony Edwards is looked at as the number one guy. If RJ comes in this draft, Anthony Edwards, this draft not only becomes just, it already was a good draft 2020. Now 2021, that's how deep it is. If Jalen Green and RJ leave, we're going to look at the dynamics. All right. If Jalen Green leaves and RJ leaves, that takes a big chunk out of 2021. And Isaiah Ty, let's take them all out. Evan Mobley is clearly the number one prospect. Clearly. Jalen Johnson and then Scotty Barnes. One, two, three. That's it. Uh, Greg Brown could move up. Um, Bacot moves up. Guys like Oscar T. Shibui, he moves up. Yeah, yeah, they all talk about how I pronounce his name. People always talk about how the man, right? He from, he's from the PA area. Went to West Virginia, um, 7'5 wingspan. If he continues to go to West Virginia and makes that great dominant, you know, he, he's he's going to look – he's going to go to the lottery. He looks like a guy that can really play the game of basketball. Kay Cunningham was doing – Isaiah Jackson, they're doing things. B.J. Boston, he goes up. He goes top five. People are really – I don't see that judgment. That judgment is crazy to me. All right, crazy. Jeremiah Robinson Earl definitely goes up in this draft to a top 10 pick. Adante goes up to the top 10, top 10 pick. Johnny Juzang, he goes up to consider a top 10 pick. Like, this draft is still deep. Nico Mannion, still in this draft. People thinking, Nico, Nico, watch out for a one and done. Now, I, I feel like he could stay two years, but watch out. Alex Adekumpo, it's another guy. Uh, people think Wendell Moore Jr. away. I don't know. Messing with them Duke Kentucky guys. Most of them guys are usually one and dones. Kyrie Walker, top 10 pick. You know, Jeremy Roach. I mean, we'll see how that goes. I think right now, we'll see where he goes. I don't even think he comes out. Um, Keon Brooks, definitely a lottery type pick. TJ Walker, these guys, this draft, Josh Christopher, this draft still gets good. It's still. Gets to that point where things it gets good. So, I mean, that's crazy. You take like three of the top guys out this draft, and it's still that deep. Still that deep. Like, it's a lot of things to look at. Uh, Javon Quinley, look, watch out for him for him in this draft. Twenty twenty one. Listen, if Javon that out by saw he's out by junior year. He's gone. Like, he's not going to stay four years. Next year, if he, if he really starts buzzing, I think it'll be his 2021. I think he'll be there till he's a junior. Quinley's going to be the point guard for two more years. Um, Marcus Bagley's another guy to watch out for. What will he do? What school will he go to? Matthew Hurt's another guy to watch out for. Jaden Springer, Julian Strother, Boogie Ellis, Sharif O'Neal. 2021 draft is something still to look at, regardless of who stays. DJ Carton, regardless of who goes, who stays, a lot of guys to look at. In this draft, Rocky Watts, Noah Fairkind, a lot of guys to look at in this draft that could possibly be out of there. Bosa Copervica, a Florida State commit. Copervica, Copervica, Brian Penn Johnson, oof, a guy to look at wherever he commits. Just a lot of good players in 2021, but it does cut into the talent. And let's go now to 2020 NBA draft until we look at RJ Hampton. Jalen Green and J- Isaiah Ty and Anthony Edwards all fight. Now, I'm telling you, and Wiseman too. Wiseman's still going to fight. Jamie Daniels is still a talent. But now, 
it all turns into Jalen Green, RJ Hampton, Anthony Edwards draft. That's what it turns into. Who's number one between those three in 2020? He can be a number one pick. RJ Hampton. Let's just put it out there. Memphis will have three guys. They talking about Duke right now and having Zion Williamson and RJ Barrett and Trey Jones. If, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm now just keep up with me. I know y'all hearing a lot. What are you talking about? He talking about Jalen could re, yes, Jalen Green could reclassify. Jalen Green and RJ Hampton are close friends. They run the unicorn fam. That's a new fam, you know, and then you got James Wiseman, who's also on the unicorn fam. So all of them is cool. Penny Hardaway recruits Jalen to, to the T, to the T. He's checking in every other day. And RJ Hampton, hey, they coming for him. So you put RJ at the point, Jalen at the two, Wiseman at the, at, the, at the five. They can make a run at the national title. I mean, it's kind of like what Duke has with Zion. You look at the next level talent, the RJ dominating talent, the Cameron Reddish, possibly the best all-around talent because he can shoot better. And everybody talking about his numbers now. No, Cameron, Cam has to, has to rush himself to be – um, a dominant player. He has to rush himself to become a good player. And what I mean by that is that Cam Reddish is one of those guys who looks at and, and, and you try to think about Cam Reddish and you say, man, what he did in high school, but this guy can shoot better. Give him the ball. There was a lot of things that trying to recruit Cam Reddish was hard because he wanted the ball in his hands. He wanted to be the point. But it never happened like that. As you can see at Duke, it didn't happen either. But being a part of Duke is what probably – I'm telling you right now, in my opinion, I think Cam Reddish is taking back. He's loving he's at Duke. It's not like he hates Duke. But he could have been somewhere else and put his shine on. Put the ball in Cam Reddish's hands, and he is a monster. He can play point. He can shoot. He's probably the best all-around talent out of all those guys. With that being said, looking at Memphis – if R.J. Hampton comes, who can play one of the two, really? You can, you can even let Jalen Green bring the ball up, let R.J. play two. All right, they can do so much with that team. That team's going to be very hard to stop. Jalen Green's a bigger talent than anybody on that Duke team. You can talk about Zion all you want to. Zion is not Jalen Green. All right, then you look at um, uh, R.J. Barrett and R.J. Hampton. Now, those two can be compared, but R.J. Hampton, I mean, they're about almost the same, except R.J. Hampton's a better shooter. They're just about the same. You look at R.J. Barrett, he's this and that, but R.J. Hampton is just as good as R.J. Barrett. He's a better shooter. He's a tougher player. I can tell you that right now. So, to me, right now, you're looking at two against two to zero. You can talk about R.J. all you want and what he did and all that, but we have seen sometimes where R.J. ain't as polished as you think he is, but he's a monster. He's going to be a, a monster in the NBA. He's going to be good. He's going to be could be a perennial all-star, no doubt. I feel like R.J. is that good. But R.J. Hampton is a way better scorer than R.J. Uh, Barrett. Now, Cam Reddish, James Wiseman. And you can compare them to. Not because, not by position. One's a center, but they both were ranked number one at one time in their classes. So, these are two elite prospects. And to me, it would be, I would have to pick, um, if I had to pick between both, maybe Wiseman. I had to go Wiseman. Wiseman. But Reddish is just such a beast. I don't, now, now, the re- reason why you pick Wiseman, you look at his wingspan, look at the type of player that Wiseman is, 
and you get to saying like, wow, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you, the potential, you know, Wiseman is one of those type of players who, um, he's going to be hard to really, at a seven, five wingspan, seven foot and 222 pounds. He's a, um, he's a baby Anthony Davis. There's no doubt about what he can bring to the table as a player. But I would have to say, now I'm going to have to go with a tie on both of them, if you think about it. I mean, both guys at his position, at him being 6'8", him being able to play shooting guard, Cam Reddish, he can play one, two, three, or 4. I mean, you could put this man, let him bring the ball up like a James Harden does, and he can get assist on you. He's the guy you put the ball in his hands. That's why I'm in more of a, you know, he's not going, he has all the talent it takes. He's a heck of a player. And with RJ and Jalen there, it is going to make, it's going to make, there's no doubt about it, it's going to make James Wiseman a better player. And and that is that is absolute fact. Because he's not going to, rather him being, Memphis would have been a, uh, you know, a good team with Wiseman. But Wiseman's not going to have to do so much. The attention is going to be off him. That's what makes it scary because Jalen and RJ are going to require double team attention. They're going to that. That is no doubt. I mean, they're not going to be undefeated. They're going to lose some games, but that is going to be a problematic top five team. They might be starting off climbing up because they got to get their chemistry going, but they're going to end up being a top five team. You can they'll be the best team in their conference. That is a team that could actually. I'm talking about this because that team could actually happen. Just watch out. I'm, I'm not going off guesses. And these are things I've heard through the grapevine. Just watch out for that Memphis team with DJ Jeffries that could turn to something special. All right. Now, um, talking about other guys, other guys that um, are pretty good in what they do. As far as uh, this class of 2019, it's over. Matthew Hurt, to me, I think he dragged it out. <laughs> he just he just want to see where he going to go. He just falling back, signing period, you know. He ain't really caring about that. He just trying to figure out where he want to go. Now, we talk about Jaden McDaniels and we talk about now, watch out for Washington, man. Jay McDaniels in San Diego State and Washington. Where do I think he could possibly end up? A lot of people are picking Washington because Isaiah Stewart said he was going after Jaden. Trying to bring him over there with Choir Green. So they're trying to become a competitive team. And that would be interesting if you bring Jay McDaniels, you put Isaiah Stewart at the five, Choir Green at the point guard position. That could be something big. But uh, San Diego State, is he would be the... I guarantee you, he'll get a chance to run with the whole thing. You put Jay McDaniels in there. I think that's the, the juggle. I think that's what people are coming to. What do they think could happen? The only reason I feel like that San Diego State has a great, great foot in the door talking to sources is, is because of his brother. But what people don't understand is that those are not the two only teams, though. I mean, this is a real big loop into everything. Such a big loop. Jay McDaniels, Calipari's on him too. So there's three big men Calipari's after. You got Isaiah Ty, Jay McDaniels, and Matthew Hurt all in the loop. But Washington's coming super hard. So it's going to be something to see what that brings to the table. McDaniels has a ton, a ton, a ton of talent. 
So we're going to see it's between Kentucky, Washington, and of course, San Diego State. We all know. But who do I think most right now? It's a hard decision. But looking at the sources, it's just tough. It's a 50-50 between Washington and San Diego State. 50-50. I mean, he's real close with that staff. His brother's there. It's just, but Washington is after him. But right, I'm if you want me to pick, I'm I'm just itching, hearing things. But I just think Washington and Kentucky are going to gain. But right now, you got to say San Diego State. You got to say San Diego State. I mean, I'm looking at San Diego State, especially after the same stuff I used to hear about uh, San Diego State. I was hearing about Anthony Edwards to to, um, Georgia and Florida State. I was hearing about the same thing, the same type of traction. I was hearing about Georgia getting Edwards. And you, you know, what you what you see is what you get. What you hear is real. And right now, as it's going, I feel like San Diego State has it. You know, I really do. But Isaiah Stewart is doing. I mean, he's recruiting them. He's recruiting them hard. My big thing that that's kind of like getting me is just night twenty nineteen class. It's some guys taking a super long time. Jesus. I mean, I ain't rushing nobody. I'm just like, man, Keon Brooks is the guy. I think Kentucky's big. Kentucky's big right now. Kentucky's making a move. Kentucky's trying to make a move. Kentucky's trying to make a move. I mean, that nose diving into recruiting. I mean, Indiana was big, but I feel like Keon Brooks is a super, super pick. Super pick for um, Kentucky right now. Kentucky needs a class. They need this class to be something for them. Need to work for them. Um, Trenton Watford, I, Memphis is it. Just Kadja Stanley's going to UCLA. Um, it's not too many guys. I mean, that's that's we're talking about the top. Going to go to the top fifty right now. Who are we talking about? And those guys, yeah, I just think that you know, some of those are, are super easy. Uh, Christian Brown, crazy right now. Christian Brown is a is a super talent right now, and I'm I'm looking at now. You things can happen with Christian Brown. Things can happen, man. I mean, NC State is looking like they're trying to get him and Jalen LeCue in there, and I think it could happen. I think it could definitely happen. NC State's doing a good job. Um, but it's not the only guys in there. Right now, Christian Brown and it is Georgia. Look out for Georgia. I just look out for Georgia. Georgia has it. Georgia has Anthony Edwards now. That's going to be a team. You got to watch out for Georgia. Watch out for Georgia. And that's who I'm picking, Georgia. For the simple fact they got Anthony Edwards, Norm Hinge, Anthony Edwards going at Christian Brown. They're trying Georgia trying to get some people in there. You got Jalen McHugh and NC State, and you got Anthony Edwards in Georgia. I mean, though they're gonna battle for for a minute, but I say Georgia right now, because Georgia is that it has the momentum right now. I, I see Christian Brown possibly making that move to go play with Anthony Edwards. You know, I see him making that move. Um bigger things. Bigger things that are even crazier. Looking at high school basketball, the postseasons are starting, you know. 
Um, Jalen Green is going on. He's on fire. Had 31 in one game. Just so much going on. Crazy. 2020 class. And we want to get more into that. I just want to get more into 2020 class real quick before I get out of here. I just want to give y'all some. We got some stuff to go. We're going to take a little break in a minute. But um, I wanted to get this to y'all real quick. You know, a lot, a lot of people like high school basketball talk. And I love y'all for that. But check this out. Um, We're talking about Jalen Green, the, the best. I don't care what nobody says. He's the best player in his class. Mobley's good, but he's not the best player. There's no doubt Mobley's going to USC. I think it's he's going with his brother. Everybody can stop recruiting. Jalen Johnson, Duke, that, that's just what it is. Duke, Scotty Barnes, y'all watch out for Scotty. Scotty can go a lot of places. I see Oregon is a big one, a big one. Oregon to put the ball in his hands. Possible Louis King won't be going nowhere. And you can bring two guys back that will be dynamic in Oregon. All right, dynamic. Uh, Greg Brown in Texas. Kansas is on the way, though. We're going to see how Kansas goes for that and see how they go for um, – Kansas is a big-time school. Get down. They do their thing. And I see Kansas going for Greg Brown hard, super hard. So I'm I'm going – Kansas is looking like the team. Everybody looking at Texas and what happens. Could he stay home right now? Kansas is coming. And so I feel like that's a big one there. Looking at Jalen Suggs. He's an, another guy to look at, one of the best players in the country. Going to be something to see where he could possibly end up. Um, this is a 2020 class. He's a combo guard. Um, if you want to really look into what type of player, I, I could see Georgetown making a crazy push at this guy. Georgetown has been on the road. Watch out for Georgetown. Watch out for Georgetown. Okay, that's the team you want to watch out for for Jalen Suggs. Georgetown. Georgetown is coming. They're involved, and they can get them. Looking at the playoffs and uh, what's going on, this is going to be a lot of good teams getting down. Um, when we get back, man, we're going to get more into uh, just how good a lot of these players are in this 2020 class. I continuously talk about it. So when we get back, we'll talk about it. Follow the leader. Yeah. 
Friday to be back. That's that new juvenile, man. Birdman, y'all go pick that up. Listen, to get more into, um, it's been a lot of, uh, um, like, play. The guy's been really going at it. I got one article coming out about the great recruiting class of Villanova. Villanova's number two. You got Brian Antoine, Jeremiah Riley. I feel like it's the best recruiting class. Arizona's over them, and rightfully, that's a, that's a class I could really respect the opinion because Nico Mannion and Josh Green lead a very dynamic class. But when you got somebody like Jeremiah Robinson, Earl, and Brian Antoine, and the crazy part, Arizona, I'm about to say, you know, Jeremiah Robinson, Earl comes from IMG. But Arizona got a guy from IMG. And then, you know, Nico Mannion leads his his, his high school good. And then, you know, Rainey is big time. Then you got Justin Moore and, and Eric Dixon. I mean, these guys, they're number two in the nation by 247. It's just a real impressive class. You know, Nova's having their struggles. They got 20 wins this year. They'll be in the tournament, no doubt. They got to get kicked up. But the big thing is that Brian Antoine, um, Brian Antoine of Rainey High School and Jeremiah Robinson Earl of IMG Academy will get time. I think they'll start next year. They need leaders. They need guys that's going to come in there and tear it down. And there's no leader on this team right now. And I feel also that Javon Quinley is going to be big. But Getting more into the high school thing, uh, 2020 basketball class where we will talk about uh, Sharif Cooper, uh, a player that he he really is a, a dynamic player. Auburn is on him hard and tough. I can see Kentucky trying to reach up even more. Walker Kessler, uh, Georgia. It's, Georgia's getting the momentum because of Edwards. But Duke is coming, so watch out for Duke. If Duke wants him, Duke could get Walker Kessler. I mean, that's a big look. I think Walker Kessler could commit to Duke. I'm picking Duke. Isaiah Jackson. In Michigan State, it seems like they've done him so good. It's like he's not going anywhere. He wants to stay in that area, that facility. Um, Isaiah Tide, listen, Kentucky's starting to really, really trend for him. So, reclassify or not, Kentucky just looks like it, but North Carolina still has it. You just ain't going to tell me that Kentucky going to take over as good as North Carolina been doing for this guy. You just ain't going to tell me that. But there's no doubt in my mind that I feel like, to be truthful, I feel like Kentucky going to get him. Kentucky is going to get Isaiah Tide, man. Right now, I have to be realistic. They haven't, the momentum ain't big like that, man. Unless he visits. When he visits, you're going to see me put my, if he don't visit, I mean, of course he's going to, but, you know, he got to visit. We got to see how good North Carolina be doing till then because I could be wrong, but I feel like Kentucky's going to gain that one. And I feel like he could vis- he could really reclassify and put him in the 2020 draft, and he'll be a top five pick in there too. And we're talking about R.J. Hampton, Jalen Green, Isaiah Ty, all being top five type guys in that draft. going to be a good draft if they come. Looking at um, a couple of players, Moses Moody, Another guy, Mount Verde. Listen, man. Moses is a bad boy. And we're talking about the Razorbacks. The Razorbacks could somehow snatch this five-star. It could be good. If they could somehow snatch him, that would be big right there. You know, Moses already visited Arkansas. He's kept in contact. They're keeping in contact with him. His other schools, Florida schools. You know, um, I got an interview coming real soon, you know, because he is on a recruiting target for Villanova.
So it's a lot of things going. Moses Moody is one of those guys out here playing ball. C.J. Walker, steady killing, killing hard. Let's talk about who made the Iverson Classic. We got to see who made the Iverson Classic. Brown Ball Classic. I put it like this, man. It's, to me, the probably the best. It's probably the best classic out there right now. I have to be unbelievably honest with you. On Team Honor and Team Loyalty, it starts April 24th, 26th. The Iverson Classic, man. It's just pure Khalil Whitney. He's in there. Anthony Edwards. He's in there. Keon Brooks. He's in there. Jalen LeCue. He's in there. CJ Walker. This is Team Honor. Let me start over. Let me start over again. He's in there. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. This is some good ones, but let's go with Team Honor. Khalil Whitney, Anthony Edwards, uh, Keon Brooks, Jalen Q, CJ Walker, Rocket Watts, Patrick Williams, EJ Liddell, Terry Armstrong, Aiden Ajihan, Zeke Naji, and DJ Carter. That's Team Honor. And Team Loyalty is Nico Mannion, Cole Anthony, Jamius Ramsey, Jaden McDaniels, Brian Antoine, Isaiah Mobley, Anyeka Ak- Okongu, Onyeka Okongu. If y'all know who that is, he's committed to USC. Dynamic player, Wendell Moore, Trey Mann, Precious Achioa, Samuel Williamson, and Cassius Stanley. Now, this is crazy. Two crazy teams. Who I think could be the starters on that team? I think Jalen Q. Starts in the backcourt, probably him and DJ Carton. Um, if we're looking at two guys, I think CJ Walker and Keon Brooks. And then if you're looking for a center, it's eight Ajihan. It's nobody else. But that's not who's going to start. I mean, you can do anybody. You can go, Anthony Edwards, just keep it real. Anthony Edwards is going to start. And I think who starts at point guard, they could be Jalen LeCue. I think it could be Anthony Edwards and Jalen LeCue. Uh, Khalil Whitney will start. Okay. Um, power forward. You know, it's a it's a different time, man. Um, if you're thinking about a guy that could be in a power forward position, you're gonna get to go with C.J. Walker. C.J. Walker has to be the power forward, and then that's a dynamic team. You got Khalil Whitney, you got C.J. Walker. Um, C.J. Walker classifies a power forward. You know, could be different things round up, but that's what that's what team I see. Coming out, uh, Nico Mannion is the point guard. It could be, or you could I mean Cole Anthony. Nico, I mean, who are you going to start? They got a lot of. I mean, what do you do? First off, who's the center? It's just real hard to calculate who is going to be, you know, a center, and who's going to be. I mean, that that's that's a real hard judgment, you know, to go with on that on that. List, all right. So, um, if we're talking about a center, because Isaiah Mobley's big, Jay McDaniel's is big, it's possibly that Jay McDaniel's is the center in that in that whole thing. Jay McDaniel's, so you can see him go against Aiden Ajihan. Looking at power forward, where would I go, man? Who, who, who Isaiah Mobley? I think Mobley is the more true power forward. You put him in there. All right, and you talk about small forward. What would you do? It's a lot of good small forwards in this 
particular class, where would you go? You know, Jaden, 6'11", 285. I mean, 185. You got to gain some weight. Uh, small four, you might have to go with Precious on that one, man. If I, if I had to go real, if I'm trying to really guess, we can go a lot of ways, man. You can go uh, Samuel Williamson. Uh, you can go a lot of ways, but I think Precious gets that gets that nine. Now, the backcourt is hard. I think Cole Anthony starts regardless. And then you got Brian Antoine. I think them two are going to be the guys that start. Cole Anthony, Brian Antoine. Clearly, those will be the starters to me. Just, those will just be the starters. Looking at the 2019 class and who could possibly be better. I'm still tripping off LaMelo Ball not being. And he's now been, you know, it's crazy. He's rated 19 now. He's a five-star. His second best point guard. He's in here now. You got him a 19th ranked prospect. And you got a lot of people after him. Uh, I think USC could, is, is a team to watch out for. If they can get him to play with Isaiah Mobley, we could be talking something crazy right now. And Yeka on Congo, another guy I could really see. And he played. They both are from Chino, California. LaMelo Ball. I really see USC getting LaMelo Ball. That's that's the school to watch out for, getting LaMelo Ball. Um, Wendell Moore is a good small forward to look at, even though I think, you know, no. Nah. <laughs> that's um a whole nother thing to look at on that mark. But yeah, that, that's my picks, y'all. That's my picks. So I'm out of here, y'all. It's the Iverson Classic. We're gonna get more into two things next high school basketball talk because I'll be here all night long. I'm gonna see y'all, man. Peace out. Follow leader.